Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Friday, April 30th, as we get ready to close out the month of April. Hard to believe we are a third of the way uh, through 2021. Um, so we are still in the heart of earnings season uh, with some economic news coming out yesterday. Um, we ended up pretty much in the green across the board. Um, good news there. The question is, can we follow through this last day of April uh, when it comes to trading? And, and we'll talk about that and more with Dave coming up next. So before we do, though, let me remind you that the one thing that you and I can control within our portfolio is how much risk you have. And if you don't know what your risk number is and you don't know the risk number of your current portfolio, then that can be problematic as we get closer and closer to retirement. Give us a call and let's walk through our financial x-ray, 863-382-0037. And we will be on the phone with Dave next. Really are counting crows. You probably aren't paying enough attention to your checkbook. It's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Time to check in and see what's happening with your checkbook. More importantly, your investments and retirement accounts up on Wall Street. Check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Uh, doing well. Um, at the house again this morning, getting ready for some more Ed Slot tax stuff. Uh, yesterday was a lot about the, the SECURE Act that took place that uh, kind of got moved to this year. So, um, Hey, all about RMDs and when you have to take them. Now, I've got to believe that a lot of uh, a lot of the discussions were kind of centered, like I was guessing yesterday. If this happens, this. If something else happens, because we're kind of into the one of those really fluid times on Washington where we have no idea whatsoever what the tax policy is going to be like. But there's a lot of alternatives available, and that's why continuing education is so important, right? You're absolutely right, David. Just. Uh, you got to stay on top of these things. And the only way to do it is to, uh, to pay attention and, and, and sit in the class and, and learn these things. Understood. Uh, speaking of sitting in class, you and I were both kind of looking at the futures overnight and just thinking the only thing either one of us could think of as to why we got kind of a downtrend this morning after generally pretty darn good news on the economic front is it's the last day of the month and a whole bunch of big fat cat investors are kind of rebalancing before the end of the month and taking some profits. That's the only thing that I can really allocate it to because there's really, like you said, there's nothing in the macro numbers that give us any reason to uh, to pause. Um, you know, we, we continue to butt our heads against some highs, and so I think there's just some profit-taking taking place. Makes sense to me in the process. I mean, there's the weird stuff going on on some of the earnings, and we'll get to them in a couple of minutes here. But uh, uh, by and large, the economic reports that came out of the government this morning pretty much either on target or surprises to the good side. Personal income last month jumped by 21.1%. Gosh, nothing like a bunch of checks rolling out of the government to help that number along, is there? Well, that's true. You know, so that was... Uh... That was, you know, compared to the last month, it was uh, down 7%. So yeah. that's a, a pretty significant swing and, and better than the 20% that was actually expected. So, you know, 21.1%, you just can't cry about that. 
Uh, not in the least. And we spent a good chunk of it, too, because consumer spending was up by 4.2%. I didn't have an expectation on that, but that's one of those numbers that you like to see since we're such a consumer-driven economy that when we get those checks in from the government, by gosh, we're going to spend the suckers, right? Absolutely, Dave. And that's right. They expected about 4%, uh, up 4.2, 4.3%. So that was good news there and, and way better than the last report, uh, which February was down um, a tenth of a percent. I mean, I'm sorry, one percent. So that was good news there on that point, too. Um, so so, I mean, there's really and truly when you look at the numbers, everything looks good. Yeah, really. And then add personal consumption expenditures, the new inflation index that we've been watching more carefully, up a half a percent last month. Okay, fine. That's in control. It's in that 2% range on an annualized basis. So we're not in bad shape. All the economic figures look like they're on target. And you bring up real strongly the point that uh, going positive after a couple of negative months on those consumer spending and consumer income numbers, that that really should be a dose of uh, really smiley face good news for investors but they really aren't responding as about midway through the overnight hours uh, started trending downward. And as we say, very little reason other than the fact that a bunch of guys made a lot of money on short-term investments and they're kind of taking money off the table for a day to see what happens. That, yeah, that's really the only thing I can attribute it to um, based on what we're seeing in the numbers. And, and even the earnings reports were good. I mean, we're seeing some, you know, some caution sometimes for the next quarter coming up. Uh, which is probably the main thing that's affecting some of those stock prices. Understood. Speaking of caution, the problem, the big number in terms of big stock moving out of the reports today is Twitter. They evidently hit a wall and a half. My pre-market numbers had them down like something like 12 percent, which is darn near unheard of, isn't it? It is. So, so, but Twitter had a decent quarter, right? They, they uh, beat estimates by two cents a share. Revenue was slightly above estimates. So everything from the looking back looks good. Uh, the problem is, is looking forward, they talk about rising expenses and a possible slowdown in their growth. And those two things were like hitting a brick wall uh, for Twitter this morning, down 12.5%. Um, so it will not be uh, a fun ride for them today. Uh, not a bit. I was flippantly saying when we were talking about it before, before we went on the air, boy, banning the president from Twitter certainly cut cut into their growth rate. But that is a piece of it because a lot of Twitter's growth was based upon following President Trump. And without him on board, one of their major movers kind of made a difference. Well, and they, they you know, the a lot of the folks that did follow him when when they basically booted him off, what did they do? that closed their accounts and, and went someplace else. So, yep. you know, that's um, so now they're paying the price for that. Okay. And then, and if that is the case, then there'll be some recovery because some other hot celebrity will generate more sign-ons and more logons and more memberships. But for the moment, it's a bad day for Twitter. And I don't see that many other pieces of bad news that are out there off of my top line numbers. What else have we got for earnings? So we've got a couple of oil companies coming in. We've got Chevron. Um, they basically came in in line with expectations at 90 cents a share. Um, revenue was ahead of forecast. Um, they, um, they did put out there that their profit was down 29% from a year ago, year over sure. year number, which you would kind of expect based on, yeah. you know, going through COVID. Um, and, and so they are, uh, they're trading down almost 2% this morning. 
In other words, beat the street, but you have any kind of a blemish on the report, they're going to cost you today, aren't they? It's going to cost you today, yes, sir. And and even even sometimes if you don't have a blemish, it's costing you today uh, because ExxonMobil, um, they came in six cents ahead of estimates at 65 cents a share. Uh, revenue beat forecast as well. Um, they did, uh, you know, so they lowered cash operating expenses, which sounds good from a year ago, um, and, and continue to deliver on some cost savings. But again, they're trading down a half a percent this morning. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you, you know. can't make these guys happy today, can you? Can't make you? people happy. So, um, and then we had the companies like we got two of the household kind of companies, Clorox reported. Um, they, uh, they beat by 14 cents a share. Now their revenue was below what was forecasted. And, uh, again, they're looking ahead and cutting their full year forecast, uh, because they're seeing higher commodity costs and higher freight costs. So they see some what? costs coming up and that's going to affect the bottom we were, we were optimistic. We won't need to buy quite as much bleach over the next year. Hopefully. Uh, so they're trading down about 4.2% today. Have you got uh, any good news this morning, Philip? Well, hey, you know, I can give you good news, but it doesn't necessarily equate to stock price going up. Um, so we got Newell Brands. Hey, maybe this one will win. Um, you know, they're, they make Sunbeam electrical stuff. They make uh, Rubbermaid, um, Sharpie pens, that kind of stuff. Uh, they saw real song, strong sales growth across, across all its business units, uh, and it beat on top and bottom line numbers. So let's see if we can maybe get a positive number out of them. Hey, it is, Dave, up 2.5% today. Cool. About time I heard a smile. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, the other, you know, we've had a, you know, we've had a lot of the consumer goods companies. Well, we've got one more today, Colgate-Palmolive. Um, they, again, they beat top and bottom lines too. Uh, they, uh, also, uh, uh, registered about 6% sales growth, um, year over year. So, so good, good for them. And they're trading up about 2% this morning. All righty. Resetting the table for the morning. Was the S and P closed yesterday, a new record? I didn't check. It sure looks like it to me. I didn't, but but Dave, before we move on, we really need to do one more. Oh, okay. Amazon. Amazon reported? Amazon reported. I um, want it. Yeah, so you missed that one, huh? No, I did. Amazon came in and, and they beat by over um, $6 a share, better than expected. They came at $15.79 a share. Uh, revenue exceeded forecast. And they're just killing it in all of their markets. And so they are trading up 2.2% this morning. Holy crap. Well, I don't know anybody that doesn't at least buy something on Amazon, and it's working for them, ain't it? It seems to be. Good Lord. Closing yesterday was a good day. Dow was up by 240 points. S&P, if that wasn't a record, it was doggone close, up 28 and change. NASDAQ was up by 31 yesterday. It was a good day overall on Wall Street. Uh, we kind of sounded stinking thinking when we started this morning. Uh, we're off, but it's not catastrophic. 45 minutes early. Where are we going today so far? It's definitely off today, Dave. We got the Dow down almost a half a percent. That's 153 points. Uh, the S&P 500 is down a little over a half a percent, uh, down $22. 
and they, we've got NASDAQ down a little over $100, or about three-quarters of a percent. The big loser today is going to be the Russell 2000, right now down 1.2%. Uh, on the commodity side, we do see uh, a little bit of a change here. We had silver down earlier. It's uh, reversed and now heading up uh, about a half a percent. Gold's flat right now. And then crude oil down 2.2% to $63.59 a barrel, Dave. I didn't hear any reports or anything that would have prompted that. It sounds to me like the speculators are going to get out of there for a little while, huh? Uh, maybe so. Maybe they took their $65 a barrel and, and went home. Uh, might not be a bad idea. Stay there, would you guys? <laughs> uh, overseas markets, the uh, Asian rim was generally off, some of them by quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Hong Kong was almost 2% off at the close this morning. Europe is kind of mixed this morning. Most of the indexes are up fractionally midway through their day. Nothing really exciting going on over there. Uh, this is a time for good advice. You and I were both saying at the outset, Philip, we don't really know why the market's going down today, but it's a day trader's nightmare, everything being relative. That really messes with a retirement plan if you're trying to make it off of day trading. Don't want to do that. I need advice, and how do I find you to get it? You're absolutely right, Dave. I mean, day trading is not the way to make it in retirement. You know, making sure you know how much risk you have is vitally important. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Catch our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. And back here again Monday morning. Thank you so very much for another week, sir. You have a great weekend. All right, man. You too. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. From the hey, everybody. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today as we wrap up the month of April. I hope that your month has gone well. Have a great weekend. And I will be out on Monday, but I will talk to you again on Tuesday. Take care. Until then, bye now.